Hello, everyone. Just a friendly reminder that you can watch the podcast live and interact with us and other chatters on twitch.tv slash toast. Enjoy the podcast. All right, everybody. Welcome back to the Mixed Media, not podcast. We can't use that one anymore. Mixed Media with Mr. Rager and Mr. Toast. Yeah, we found out after uh, the last one that technically it's taken by by somebody out there. Yeah. Um, but from now on, it's Mixed Media with Mr. Rager and Mr. Toast. Uh, I'm Mr. Toast. That's Mr. Rager. Oh. Yes, sir. It's good to be back. It's good to be back for episode two. It's very good to be talking about our current topic today, which is the first half of season one, Back on Titan. We've been uh, watching this uh, episode by episode over the last two weeks. Um, to give you guys some context, this is not my first rodeo with the series. I'm currently up to date in the anime. I read ahead in the manga to finish it out. This is Mr. Toast's first time watching AOT. Yep. So we're going to go ahead and start off discussing... Uh, when we do a, a brief summary of the first episode, is that right? Uh, yeah, so we're going to go episode by episode for the first 13. Um, we're going to be talking about... like we're, We'll do like a brief summary. Most rewatchable scene. Any burning questions? And I might touch on some... Foreshadowing, uh, but I won't get into spoilers past episode 13. So, for the first episode, amply titled To You in 2000 Years, The Fall of Shingenshin, a part one. After a hundred years of peace, humanity is suddenly reminded of the terror of being at the Titans. So, this is kind of the episode that gets us introduced to our main characters. Uh, three of them, anyway, in Aaron, Mikasa, and Armin. Um, this is the first episode we're introduced to the Titans, to the idea of the walls. So, Keegan, thoughts about the first episode for you? Uh, the first episode really does um, a fantastic job of setting up, like, the world. Um, giving us, like, a lot of context as to, like, why humanity is behind these walls. And um, then even going into the moment of realizing, like just how like horrible the titans truly are for humanity yeah you kind of get the sense and especially this is the the first episode it is also the first appearance of two so far we've we've seen the colossal titan only twice uh up to episode 13 and this is the first appearance of the colossal titan so um for me personally the most rewatchable scene of episode one is the titan peering over the wall looking down for the first time the kick comes in and just the the amount of detail on the first attack where the wind is kind of pushing through and tearing roofs off of houses and things like that it is just man it is such a great scene yeah and the dialogue uh monologue that uh that aaron does is that's happening that uh on that day, humanity was reminded that they are cattle. It is so, so great. Yeah. What about you, Mr. Toast? What is your most rewatchable scene? Um, so, as far as I can recall, this isn't the first episode. It's the scene... Um, I can't remember what his name is. The um, uh, the soldier that like they talked to at the gate at the beginning. Um, after Hot. he... Huh? Go ahead. You're talking about Hannes. Yes, yeah. Hannes. Uh, after he saves uh, Mikasa and Armin, or, uh, and uh, Aaron, 
him looking at Eren saying, I didn't have the courage to, like, face the Titans is just, oh. I love it, that so much. Yeah. Oh, it's so good, and I love that he tells him, he's like, he's like, you lack the strength, but I lack the courage to do it. Yeah. That's, that's so great. And that, and then, what kind of gives you a hint of the Titans' destruction in the first episode is when the Scout Regiment comes back, and there's the mom. It's like begging to know where her son is, and he has the piece of cloth, and he just unwraps it, and it's just his hand left, and they're like, this is all we could recover of right. him. Oh, it's so great. Yeah. So great. It's a great, great opener to the, uh, to the series. Um, moving into episode two, that day, the fall of Shinganshina, part two. After the Titans break through the wall, the citizens of Shinganshina must run, run for their lives. Those that do want to make it safely find a harsh life waiting for them on the interior. So this episode um, is hu uh, humanity's um, retreat from Shinganshina to Wall Mario. Mario, sorry, not Mario, Jesus Christ. And uh, we find out as that's going on that a second... Um, Weird, abnormal titan shows up in the armored titan that breaks through the wall, Mar uh, Maria Gate. So, what is your most rewatchable scene from episode two, Keith? Um, oh, that's that's actually a tough call for episode two. Um, go ahead and lead with yours, and I'll see if uh, if it, like anything comes up. So, <clears throat> for mine, there's actually a couple choices. Um, I actually believe that your rewatchable scene from episode one is at the start of episode two. Is it? Okay. I think so. So I think we could call that your rewatchable scene for episode two because I'm double checking. Yeah, it's right at the beginning because when they leave in episode one, they're both in shock and the music's playing. Right. Honest has both of them. Um, for me... It is the first hint of the basement. A most rewatchable scene. That's true, when yeah. It, when Aaron's sleeping and he sees his dad with the mysterious syringe and giving him the key to the basement, and then they wake up and Aaron's got that key, but he didn't have it before then, so he had to have, after the fall of Shinganshina, he had to have at some point gotten back together with his father at some point and he just doesn't remember doing right. that. Which is really interesting. That brings up some of the first like really burning mysteries of this series is that key. Right. And, and additionally the the entire presence of uh Aaron's father just nobody knows where he is. He's been missing and um yeah, that just that that first scene where he's he's got the key and he's like remembering it's just oh it's it's so good. Yeah. So good. Um A Dim Light Amid Despair, Humanity's Comeback Part One. Um Aaron begins his training with the cadet corpse, but questions about his painful past overwhelms him. When he struggles with the maneuvering device, Bertolt and Reiner offer kindly advice. So, uh, for this episode, basically, it's the first part of their boot camp training. Um, they get introduced to, uh, the, um, what's his name? Now it's, like, blanking on me. 
Um, Keith Sadies. Yes. That's what it is. Uh, they get introduced to him as their drill instructor. This one, for me, has several rewatchable scenes that... Um, oh, man, they're all just so good. Um, uh, one of mine... I'll just go... I'll do one, and then you could do one, and then I might do another one, because okay. this one is... It, really it is a good episode. Uh, my first one is the introduction to Saucer Browse, when she's got the potato. Oh, yeah. She's... <laughs> She's yep. just standing there in line eating it, and he's like, okay, I understand you stealing this. Like, it makes sense that you steal a potato. But why here? Why right. eat it here, of all places? And she's just like, would you like half? Yeah. He's half. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> right. Uh, so for me, one of the... Um... It's not really that it's a rewatchable scene per se, but the introduction to uh, like getting to meet Reiner for the first time and just seeing like what kind of character he is is very like uh, he's he's appreciated, you know. Yeah, I love Reiner. Reiner is such a great character. Um, another rewatchable scene for me is Aaron practicing with the 3D uh, maneuvering gear, only to discover that he was dealing with a piece of faulty gear the whole time. Right. And you get that scene at the end where he's got the real one, and he's like, you know, he's got his um his control down, and Sadie's kind of makes that remark to himself. He's like, Grisha, your son has become a soldier. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Kind of makes it feel like everybody in a, a lot of the inner walls kind of know each other, especially if it's somebody like like Grisha. Um, moving on to episode four, Night of the Closing Ceremony, Humanity's Comeback Part 2. Adi proves her skills in a sparring session. John dreams of serving alongside the king, and graduation day brings shocking revelations along with a sudden outbreak of violence. So this is the one where they finish graduating. Yep. And... There's a little surprise waiting for Aaron at the gates right at the tail end, which is my most rewatchable scene. I'm going to say it now. I, I agree already. So Aaron's standing on top of the gate and um, it almost there's... the way that they time it is it's like this is the end of the episode and then it hits you with it. It's yep. They're playing like the music and Aaron's on the gate. He's like, all right, my first days as a soldier, this is starting the yellow lightning flashes and the colossal Titan just appears directly behind him. And then Aaron going to attack and him just being completely gone. I'm not yeah. sure if that's in this one or at the very beginning of the next one. Uh, I might be at the very beginning of the next. Cause I think it cuts it off. Like, is. I think it cuts off with uh, everybody like falling down the wall. Yep. Um, what about you? Uh, is that also your most rewatchable scene? Yeah, you said? yeah, that's that's true. It's so well timed. The way that they like they tease you, they're like, "Yeah, this is the end of the episode," and then it hits you with, "Here's the colossal titan from episode one, back again to you know kick another hole in the wall." It's fantastic, and I I think with this episode and the next one, it it has like another. It adds a burning question. Especially my first time watching it, and I'm sure you have had the same one, like, five years prior, when they attacked, the Colossal attack first and the Armored attack second, but yeah. this time, 
there was no armored attack. Right. So it's it's very interesting, especially for a first time watch. It also does lead why. into um like them noting that the armored titan and the colossal titan haven't like targeted eating humans, they've just been destroying the walls. Yep. Exactly. Titans are really fucked up, especially when you're first learning about them, and they're like the uh, the teacher at their uh, academy is kind of like, yeah, yeah, they don't need to eat people. They, they just, just do that. To. Yeah, they can't even digest them, so they just vomit them back up. Yeah, they're like what? Uh, and it also leads into the fact that they just ignore every other species. They only eat humans. Yep. Yep. They're only after people. So, episode five, the first battle. Uh, this is Attack on Trust, part one. Aaron faces off against the Colossal Titan after it appears out of nowhere and knocks a strategic hole in the Wall Rose Gate. Uh, as Titans swarm the city, the newly graduated cadets are called to fight. Um, this one has a couple for me. I'm going to let you go first this time for your most rewatchable scene. Okay, so most rewatchable... It's definitely gonna be uh, Aaron going up for the for his like big attack against the Colossus at first, and then it just vanishing. It's completely gone. Uh, I have, oh my god, I have like two or three for this one. This is one of my favorite episodes in the series. Um, my first one isn't a really big one. This is kind of like third place, but I still really like it. It's uh, the first appearance of Dot Pixis. Oh yeah, yeah. Whenever he's with the king. And they have, like, they're doing the chess thing, and the king, like, he doesn't realize that Dot Pixis let him live. And he's just like, oh, how can you, you know, man maintain a battlefield when you can't even, like, when the, beat when me this at game, chess? Yeah. yeah, he's like, you can't even beat me at chess, so he gets, like, the bottle of booze, he starts drinking it. Right. Um. Uh, Thomas's death is really good. Yeah. Which is the one that, like, jumps through the air, and it, like, hits the tower, and it, like, kind of peeks its face out, and Thomas is just hanging out of its mouth. It's also the first time that we get to see just how fast the Titans really are. Yeah, it's especially some of the abnormal ones, yeah. Because yeah. the they literally, like, you don't get to see a whole lot of, like, their movement, because the first time you see the Titans attacking is from, like, Eren's point of view, where he's just a child, so he doesn't see all that much, but seeing it from, from like, the cadets' uh, point of view, how fast they really move is just, it's mind-blowing. We also need to talk about how this is episode five of this series, Eren's been painted as a main character, and for first-time viewers, uh, if you don't know anything about the series, it really looks like he dies here. Yeah. Uh, almost, almost instantly. Yeah, and that was man. I remember the time that came out. That was absolutely insane. Obviously, we're, we're spoiling the first thirteen episodes, so we know that's not true. Right. But that first kind of death that he has is man. It's awesome. Yeah. It's really well done. Um, episode six. The world the girls saw, the struggle for Tross Part 2. Armin tries to cope with the loss of his friends and allies after Titans massacres squad. Elsewhere in the city, uh, Mikasa manages to take out several Titans, which brings back tragic memories of her life. Yeah. Uh, this is a very, very, very good episode. Fantastic episode, for sure. 
Oh man, I don't even know where to begin with this one. There is so much good backstory into it, but the you you go first. I want to hear what yours is. Okay. Uh, so for me, it's uh, Mikasa when she sees that like the the traitor is blocking the entire route uh, for the evacuation, uh, and then like coming up to threaten the traitor to move it or die essentially and the line that she says right before uh like when he protests and says and she just says dead men don't talk just yep. oh it's so good i i love the scene where aaron's yelling at her to fight and you know she gets to kidnap her but for me the most rewatchable scene is aaron giving her the scarf yeah that too at the, it's end. definitely gonna be like probably the best episode uh so far for me yeah it's it's very good i love her putting the scarf on her saying that it's warm and then that like bond starting between the two of them right i really like that and then uh i think it's towards the end of the episode <clears throat> when she you know she's like um going about and she's like thinking to herself like as long as aaron's okay i still have family like yeah, yeah, man. That's, that episode is just so good. Um, the next one is The Tiniest of Blades, Attack on Trost Part 3. After the retreat bell sounds, many cadets find themselves without fuel to scale the wall back to safety. Mikasa begins to lose hope when she hears of the deaths in Armin's squad. Um... So, most rewatchable scene for me, I can already, I this episode, I already know, it's the first appearance of Eren's Titan. Yeah, 100%. When all, when all hope is being lost, and then he appears out of nowhere, and just that right hook, and right yeah. to that Titan's and face. And they, they lead like, it into a way, shit. they lead it into a way where you're like, oh shit, now there's a second one, and they like, you know, they try and psych you out, and it's like, oh shit, there's two now. And then you just see the 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 second one just throw this haymaker. Oh, it's awesome! It's so good, uh, it, it, and um, it's yeah, it's just such a great, such a great way to introduce that concept into the series. Right. It's and it's he fights so brutal too. Like when he's got the one on the ground, he's just stomping on it. Oh yeah. Oh my god, it's awesome. Um. So the next one is called I Can Hear His Heartbeat, The Attack on Tross Part 4. So I already know what your most rewatchable scene for this is going to be, so you could go ahead. Okay. Uh, so this is after, like, a they've gotten all the um, Titans pretty much, like, wrapped up, but seeing... Uh, Aaron's Titan, like, you know, being surrounded and everything, fights off uh, a group of them, and then emerging from uh, his Titan body is Aaron again. And Mikasa coming down and, you know, pulling him out and then, like, putting her ear to his chest and hearing this heartbeat and she just starts sobbing because she knows he's alive. Yeah, that scene is so good. Um, my favorite is when they all um, are going down there into the um, 
into the armory and there's like some camaraderie along the team, you know, and they're like, yeah, the Reiner is telling Connie's like the other Titan weak spot is just shove this up their ass and whatever. <laughs> yeah. And then they have the gun scene with the shotguns and the Titan eyes. Yeah. Oh my god, and I love that. It's like alluded to that you know Armin has the best uh, like scores, like test scores uh, in the cadets, and we finally get to see him come up with this masterful strategy to take out uh, what is it like six or seven Titans all in one moment. Yep. Yeah, about that. Yeah. And it's oh, it's so good. It's so good. And I love the reveal of Aaron too when he comes out of the back. It's yeah, just, oh, phenomenal. So, um, what is name? We've got what happened to his left arm. Uh, the struggle for trust, part five. A miraculous return is met with anger and fear. Cannons are fixed on Aaron as he struggles to remember what happened inside uh, the belly of a, a monster and how he ended up. Humankind's enemy. Excuse me. Uh. So, um, this is basically one where um, they get back, everybody's kind of like, uh, Aaron's a Titan, and they're not sure what to do, so they surround him. Right. So, what have you got for your most rewatchable scene from this episode? Um, it's gonna be the moment when uh, Aaron is in the Titan's stomach and he's, you know, sitting there and it's like, this this can't be how it ends. Like, and he, you know, starts crying out, basically. Only to see, like, you get a, a, per, a point of view fr from him where you just see him reaching up with this stub after he has it bitten off and is in the Titan and then just seeing it shoot out from this Titan's mouth. Oh, it's... Oh, it's so good. Um, I have a couple for mine. Um, mine is the first time we get to see the scouts fight. The first time we get to see Levi and Hanji in combat. That as well, yeah. Um, Hannes on the top of the wall, kind of talking about Aaron Mikasa and Armin, and him t having that speech that he believes in them because of like their strengths that makes each of them special. Right. Um great and then the um aaron having the uh flashback to the key and remembering his father oh like, that is well him. i like, almost forgot that was in that was like towards the end of the episode yeah for this episode having like such a light plot just kind of them by the wall there's a lot that yeah it definitely in leads into a lot more foreshadowing to uh to to the key again so yeah, the key, I remember the first time I watched it, the key was just such a huge deal. I mean, it, everybody was wondering online, the key, the key, what does the basement hold? What does the basement hold? What's down there? Awesome. Right. It's great to go back and see, like, all some of the puzzle pieces fit into place, and there's going to be some things I'll be able to go back later and be like, you remember in episode five when this and this happened? You'd be like, oh my god. Right. As it's well as, so um, just to take a quick moment and talk about how quickly Attack on Titan became, like, one of the most dominant anime in the U.S. is yeah. mind-blowing. Because, like, all of the, like, so much stuff, like, a lot of, like, um, I remember seeing a lot of, like, memorabilia and collectibles and stuff coming out specifically for Attack on Titan, and it was only in its first season. There was somewhere I was 
reading and I, I don't know where I could find it again, but it was the most streamed shows in America and Attack on Titan was in the top 10 when season four um, part two came out, I believe. Where to find it? I just remember reading that that it was like one of the most popular. Yeah, here it is. It was higher than I thought. Um, Attack on Titan is now the fourth most popular TV series in the world. Um, during February 2022, for streaming, number one was Ozark, two was Euphoria, three was Book of Boba Fett, and four was Attack on Titan. Yeah, and for an animated break, top ten even top five is just absurd to even think about now it's just below a star wars series too yeah. which is crazy that's it's yeah crazy. it's very crazy it, it's very popular it just i feel like it resonates with a lot of people because i feel like a lot of humanity no matter what country you're from can kind of get behind some of the ideas and themes of the show Right. Plus, it's so, like, even just in the first season, it's so well animated. Yeah, it looks great. It's hard to believe it came out in 2013. Yeah. Like, I do have a few issues with the art style, but the animation, you can't say anything about, so. No, and it's, oh, it's just, every season, it just keeps getting better and better. So we've got Response. The Struggle for Trust. I think this is part five or six. Yeah, it's part six. Um, cadets respond to Aaron's terrifying transformation without doubt or fear as he struggles to understand himself if Armin can't talk to the can't talk the commander into using Aaron's newfound powers for the good of humanity, they may all be doomed. So this was a phenomenal episode. Yeah. Um the whole scene with Dot Pixis talking to Aaron, like, can you do this? If we let you go, can you help us do this thing? And we get more of that in the next one that we'll we'll get to here in just a couple minutes right. of we, people kind of questioning that. Yeah, we uh, there's a lot that we get to see in this episode, especially because we get to see more of Dot Pixis and like what kind of a leader he is. Um. Yeah, this one and the next one even more yeah. so. It's uh, so good. I do think for like most rewatchable scenes, there's a lot to pick from with Dot Pixis, but I have to give it to the scene when um you know, Aaron looks at Armin and he says, "I could go with my first plan of running or you can convince them. I believe you can do this." And seeing Armin who's been this character with so much self-doubt finally have this moment where he's like you know the he realizes how much uh faith that Aaron and uh Mikasa put in him yeah i i completely agree with you and it's just man it, this armin speech in this episode is just so good it, it, he's he's just so earnest and i love the ending where he does the salute and Pixis like orders um, the guy with the weird beard. He's like he tells him to stand down. He's like, look at his salute, man. Yeah, like come on, it's awesome. Um, so next we've got Idol: The Struggle for Trust, Part 
seven. Uh, plans are created to use Aaron's Titan powers to seal a hole in the wall in an attempt to reclaim trust. But with the government's bloodstained history and vocal dissenters in the military ranks, um, the summary cuts off there. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know why. This is basically the one where Dot picks his Armin and a few others come up with a plan to use the boulder to seal the wall. And um, Pixis gives his fucking excellent speech in this one, where he's like, if you want to just, like, roll over, go be with your family in your final moments, go ahead. But for those of you who actually care in trying to get a win here, our first victory against the Titans. Right. Um, we we get to see how much, uh, like, how much of a, of a commanding voice, like, um, that Pixis has, where... You know, he's in this moment. It, it keeps cutting down to these moments where you see the uh, the soldiers, and they're just like, "No, I'm not. I'm not fighting. This is this is pointless. This is a suicide mission." And then, you know, as he starts to walk off, Dot Pixis is like, "If you you can go ahead and deal with your families, I won't blame you. Uh, but you know, if you're if, you know if you want to fight for humanity, and you see the man like he turns around, he goes, "I have to do this for my daughter." So good. Dot Dot Pixis's whole speech is just it's excellent. I love um you know, a lot of people like when they see it they kind of get a little pissed at how some of the characters are treating Aaron, but I kind of get it cuz they're just told to put all of their faith in this guy. Right. And, they don't and know it's about. they don't know anything, but having Dot Pixis come up with like this excuse saying, you know, he's an experimental like uh like human weapon, you know. Uh, to kind of cover up, like, we don't know exactly what this is, but he's an asset, you know? Yeah, if if not the speech, my most rewatchable scene in that episode is Aaron on the ground, and everybody's waiting for him to pick up the boulder, and instead he turns around and attacks Mikasa. Yeah. Um, I have a theory on why he does that. I feel like... It's it's kind of like it's the third time he's had to transform right. in less than twenty four hours. He is pissed, he's frustrated, and I think Mikasa's frustrating him. Because at every turn she's kinda like Hey, uh, I'm gonna go with you, I'm gonna go with you, I'm gonna go with you, you know, I'm not gonna right. let you die and all of this stuff. And I feel like Aaron just gets frustrated and he carries that over into his Titan form when he attacks her. That's just kind of his mind like kind of uh drunk man words or a sober man's thoughts kind of thing right. and it's a it's a big thing like she is staying she wants to stay with him and kind of protect him because she's scared of you know being alone not having a family but Aaron doesn't see it this way he sees it as more like she's trying to like baby him yeah exactly exactly that's that's my theory on to why he does that um Episode number 12, Blah, Attack on Trost Part 8. The plan to reclaim Trost falls apart when Eren's newfound powers turn him into a mindless giant. As Titans continue to swarm the city, it's up to Armin and Mikasa to make sure the cadets stay in line for the attack. So this is a pretty big episode. Um, don't get a lot of uh, Eren stuff in this one, except... For one of my favorite episodes in the series, 
And it's Aaron claiming that the outside world is his birthright and that he was born to freedom. And he's like the scene in his house when he's a kid and there's the fire around. He's like getting up to leave, which is him like kind of reawakening the Titan. Yeah. That is so good. What about you for episode 12? What is your most rewatchable? It's, it's really tough. I'm a, I, I can't lie because that is such a it's such a phenomenal episode. But it definitely, it has to lead into the part when, uh, you know, you, like, you hear the rumbling, and then you see Eren's Titan carrying the boulder just straight down the main street, uh, while everybody just kind of looks on, and they're, like, you know, kind of in awe that, you know, he, he's actually doing it, you know? I completely agree. Um, which carries on to... The final episode that we watched for this podcast, Primal Desire, The Struggle for Trust, Part 9. The end of the Trust arc. <clears throat> John takes desperate measures to replace his broken maneuvering device. Meanwhile, Aaron is able to plug the hole in the wall thanks to the help of his fellow cadets. But the cost of humanity's first victory is too great to celebrate. Wow, this episode is so good. Especially the scene where he he's like going down the street and everybody's kind of luring the Titans away from him. And the music's playing. Yeah, and it's ah, oh, it's so good. And Rico standing there and she fires the yellow flare and she's like, "These soldiers did not die in vain." Right. And then um, I think my favorite scene, like, there's so many to choose from in here. It's probably not my favorite, but it's definitely a highlight when uh. Armin is pulling Aaron out of the out of the Titan again, and then two Titans are standing over them, and then you just see a quick flash, and like as they just fall over, and you just see Levi standing there. Oh, that's so good. No, I completely agree with you. That scene is awesome. It's a great um, introduction to Levi's abilities, and right. which uh, we we got to see it before, but seeing it now, like. We haven't really seen anybody take down two Titans at once like that. Um, another one for me is John seeing Marco's corpse. Yeah, and, and like, you know, identifying him and saying, you know, uh, how did this happen, Marcos? What happened, you know? And the doctor kind of being like, um, listen, if we don't, like, get these bodies out of here, more people are going to die. There's going to be a disease spread. So um, you're just going to have to identify the body and... Uh, grow up. Yeah. It's uh, it's so dark. And then the final scene where Levi and Ervin uh, arrive at Aaron's jail cell, and um, Aaron's like, "I want to join the Scouts and kill all the Titans." And Levi, he's just kind of like, "All right, uh, he's my responsibility. If he um, if he gets out of line, I'll just cut him down." Right. So good. So good. I love Levi and I love Ervin. Yeah, I love um, the he's like he he understands that like this is a risk and being he wants to be the one that's like there as like the security measure. I... So um now that we've covered the uh first thirteen episodes, what are some predictions and excitements that you have for the second half of season one? Uh, okay, so predictions, uh, it's a tough call. I don't know exactly when, but, uh, I do feel like we're gonna get some more information on the key, 
but it's probably not going to pay off for a while. Um, probably not even like, I don't know. I don't even know when, um, but we're, I do think we're going to get to see, you know, Aaron going out into the actual field uh, as, a, as a scout. Um, as for like Armin and Mikasa, I don't really, I'm not sure exactly. I feel like they're just kind of, I don't know yet, <laughs> you know? They, they leave a lot uh, like on the table here and as far as like predictions go, I, I can't really say much, but I am very excited to see where we end up. Yeah. Um, man, especially when we get into season two, there's going to be ooh, there's going to be a lot of good stuff, a lot more to talk about. Right. I, the, I feel like the more that we <clears throat> the more that we get into it and the more that we watch, there's going to be more and more to talk about. Right. It, it feels as though the entire uh, Trust arc is... It's putting even more questions on the table uh, that we're going to... We're going to see a little bit of answers, I think, in part... In, like, part two of this season, but I don't think we're going to see a lot of it pay off until much later. Very cool. So, I've got to ask you, where do you rate the first part of Attack on Titan? Like, in terms of how, like... what Like, we're doing, like, 1 to 10 here, or...? And you can do it however you want. Okay. Um, I will give it a strong 7.5 or an 8. Uh, it is the fact that we watched the first 13 episodes, basically watched three, like, complete arcs, with one being a, a major chunk of it, uh, and, like, none of it's filler. That's the beautiful thing about it, is that there is no filler here. It's it's, no, it's all just all meat. yeah. It's like you're not getting any uh, any cut corners or anything. You're just getting a juicy steak. Exactly. I and um, it's so funny because if I like put it in a tier list, the first season, the first part is still really really good. But when you compare it to the rest of it, it's just not as good it's still like amazing and i love the first 13 episodes but that's just a testament to how strong the writing is from isayama and the things that he was building towards that you can take episodes from later season just be like wow cannot believe right it's it's like um the kind of stuff that they that uh i can't remember the creator's name but in one piece the stuff that it's planted, it pays off like in 600 episodes, whereas here it's, yeah, we're going to see it a little bit sooner than that. Yeah, there's not even, there's not even going to be 90 episodes when everything wraps up. Yeah. That's very cool. Um, there, episode 89 will be the last one when that comes out this fall. So we're very excited to get through uh, season one, part two, and to finally start season two. Um, I would say, um, is there anything else you want to talk about for Attack on Titan? Um, I don't think I have much else. Um, was there anything that you wanted to, like, allude to in any way? I will say that there are two huge pieces of foreshadowing that I could think of rewatching it. And rewatching it and thinking about that foreshadowing that's 
so early. I'm just like, wow. He really knew what he was doing. I'm just going to say this. Um, I won't say what episode, so it doesn't, it won't give anything away even if I do. But there is an episode title in the first 13 episodes that pays off around episode 80. Okay. An episode title that pays off in 80 more episodes from the from the first or from not the first one but from where it's at um 80 episodes later that episode title pays off and you're just like oh my god that's what that that's what that is and then there's um there's a specific scene that is very very interesting to see it you're just kind of like oh whenever you get to that one's not as long for a payoff um, right but the foreshadowing is just so good and the way that they slowly build up the mysteries like the key in the basement things like that and the um the titans more specifically Aaron the colossal and the armor just how they kind of build around these three that these three are very different from all of the rest right and they are um like alluding a lot of a lot of information on them like you know we already know that you know they don't have an interest in in humans but we don't really know much else yet so i've got actually a couple questions now okay my first one knowing what we know at this point do you believe a colossal and armored titan to be controlled by a human it seems that way, especially because they share the same, like, lightning that you see whenever uh, Aaron turns into a titan. Okay. So my second question, and I doubt you'll have anything for this. I'm just kind of shooting this shit just to kind of see, since you haven't seen it before. If they are, why? That, I'm not sure on. Like, it seems... From, like, seeing the syringe and the key and, like, Aaron's dad not being there, uh, it, it seems as though it has some kind of connection to him. Maybe. I don't know. But at the same point, I don't understand, like, what... If they are humans, what their motivation is. Yeah, I mean, that's the same as pretty much doing, like, a nuclear attack when you think about it. Yeah. There's literally... Like, that's, they... that's straight up, a, like, some form of terrorism, you know? Wasn't it something like a third of humanity died in Walmaria? Yeah, and then they had the, another like twenty percent of the population dying off in the the uh, operation like reclamation or whatever they called it. Operation feed them. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the thing. That's the first thing that I really when I was watching it because like when Aaron transforms, you see that lightning, and that that kind of hit me. I was like, huh. There was lightning during both appearances of the other two yeah. as well. So. And for the other, for the Colossal to be able to just vanish like that, and um, it was episode six, right? Five or six, I don't remember exactly. Yeah, yeah, when Aaron attacks in episode five. Yeah, uh, during that attack, and he just vanishes like that, like there's some kind of connection with the lightning and everything there. I. I'm excited to see what it is, but as it is right now, 
I have more questions than answers. Yeah, that's gonna be a that's gonna be a theme for a little bit, but it um I'm pretty sure almost everything gets an answer of some kind. Right. And whether it be sooner or whether it be in like forty episodes. Hey, Trent's oh. here. <laughs> Oh, it's Trent in the chat. Yeah, he's a little late. Yeah, you're very yeah, you're very <laughs> late. We're about to wrap up. But that's yeah, we, okay. we've gone through everything. There'll be a VOD though, so you can definitely check it out later. Yeah, you could be here be here on time for the next AOT one we do. We're doing season one part two next. And maybe some of season two, depending on We'll see how, how far we, we get. get. Yeah, it all depends on how fast we watch it, but first episode of season two. And the sixth episode of season two are both mainly. And... Yeah. All right. Are you about ready to wrap this up for tonight? Yeah. It's a bit of a shorter one for you guys uh, this time around. Um, but we didn't have as much to talk about this time. No, we we just had the first 13 episodes and we kind of just wanted to. And like I said, that's the only um, issue with season one is there's a lot of laying pipes. So there's not as much... Uh, meat to discuss in yeah, a lot uh, in those like, themes. There is a there's a lot to enjoy, but there isn't a whole lot to discuss. They they give you the questions, but they don't like there haven't been too many questions added just yet for us to really get into discussion. Exactly. So um we'll definitely be doing that next time with season one part two and maybe some of season two. And if you are uh, watching along with us, feel free to let us know uh, like your thoughts on it uh, in the chat as we go around. That is yeah. something that we're interested in. Uh, just keep it to like what we have the episodes limited to. So for this one, we did episode 1 through 13. So in the next one, whatever we get to, it'll be episode 14 to wherever we end up um, stopping on that. But keep it within that limit of episodes. Yeah, just to avoid spoilers. But All right. Beyond that, uh, we will see you guys in the next one. What's our schedule uh, on this? Oh, let me pull it up real quick. I've got it right here. Word. Episode list. Uh, so our next one is actually this Sunday. All right. And it's the last 50 years of film. Because we kind of had that one that was a little bit later. Yeah, we have... Uh... Uh, Due to sickness. Yeah. So we will be doing a discussion. Uh, we're just going to be picking one film from every year for the last 50 years. Yep. We'll be uh, discussing some of our favorites and things like that. All right, Mr. Toast. Mr. Thank Rager. you all for watching. I really appreciate it. We both really appreciate it. You're appreciated people. Yeah, you all, you all do so much for us in terms of just giving us viewership uh it is so very much appreciated yeah i can't thank you enough and um, oh, go ahead i was just gonna say we will see you sunday for the next one yep we'll be here on sunday uh we'll try and get a like we'll try and find some way to post our schedule so you guys know when we're gonna be going um and we'll always let you know <laughs> if there's gonna be any delays or anything like that but as far as that goes, you guys have a fantastic morning, uh, evening, night, whatever time it is for you. We will uh, catch you guys in the next one. Take care. Later. Have a good one.